Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 18th episode of the Millennial Life and Men podcast, personal growth for your work, life, and money. My name is Kimberly. I'm a career and money coach for Millennial 9 to Fivers, focusing on the public sector and meaningful work. And I'm here to help you develop the personal growth skills to make and manage your money to create work-life balance. How? By tackling that self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and the procrastination habits that are holding you back. And today, we're going to be talking about networking. And I think networking is something that deep down all of us know is very important um, for many reasons to build connections, to find mentors, but also through for our job search as well. I think it's some kind of crazy statistic, like 70% of jobs are not advertised and they're basically just promoted and hired through networking. And I will admit that I am the recipient of a couple of those jobs. There are, there have been a couple of times when I didn't apply to a job. I just got a, you know, a referral or um, I had someone pass along my resume. So I know that this is something that works, but it's still very intimidating, especially if you are someone with self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Networking feels really, really icky like I said it. And so in this episode, I'm going to really talk about how to approach networking without making it icky, without making it feel sleazy, like you're just using the other person. And I will walk you through the three things that have really helped me network and build authentic relationships with people, not just Again, built like not just being able to quote unquote use someone or just build um superficial relationships. I'm not about that. There was a time when I did do stuff like that, and I felt very inauthentic, and I really did not enjoy the process, and I did not enjoy networking because I felt it was very disingenuine. So I'm going to walk you through the three things that you can do to approach networking without making it feel sleazy or icky. And this is something I really talk about with my coaching clients as well, because I know that I'm not the only one who kind of like is a little apprehensive when it comes to networking. Like, ooh, do I really have to do that? Do I really have to try to make professional friends like this? How do I go about it? So I, that's what I'm really going to talk about with you today. And networking comes in like so many different forms. I'm also going to share a story of how I ended up meeting Justin Trudeau. So um, for anyone who's like not Canadian or not doesn't know, Justin Trudeau is the Canadian prime minister, the current Canadian prime minister. I met him right before he became prime minister. So I don't know if that really counts, but I'm going to count it. And I have a photo to prove it. Um, but I met him when he was kind of like in that campaign process and he hadn't announced that he was running, running for um, prime minister yet, but it was very speculated that he would. Anyways, I'm going to share with you the three things that you can do to approach networking in a more authentic way. Okay. And the whole philosophy and premise of networking that I have now approach networking with, and this is something I approach networking events with, but obviously with COVID, it's very different. So um, you can, uh, you can do this obviously online as well, but how I approach networking is basically comes down to trying to make one friend. 
that is my goal for networking nowadays. And here's my reasoning. I've been attending networking events for about the past 12 or 13 years. Yes, that's right. I started networking with industry professionals when I was 16. At first, I felt very grown up and like self-important. I wanted to connect with the right people to make sure I was getting ahead in life. Like 16-year-old Kim had a very different goal list. Like, But over the years, I just got so tired of these events. Sure, everyone was nice. Don't get me wrong. Everyone's really nice. Everyone's very professional. There's always like food, free food, which is, you know, an easy way to get me to do anything. But it felt very artificial and contrived. I would go to these networking events, talk to people about their careers and goals. We'd trade business cards or contact info. P.S. I have never had business cards up until like right now when I'm actually in a position that really does require business cards. But Nothing ever came out of those networking events. I would come, like, I would go to a networking event and then I would talk to all these people, feel really inspired, and then um, leave with this very big high, you know, with the adrenaline of the event and making all these friends um, and going to dinner events afterwards. But then the connection would dissipate after a few weeks and I would be back at square one. Like, I did all this network, like, I would went through all this effort to try to network. And at the end of the day, I didn't really maybe come out of it with anything more than a LinkedIn contact or a friend, not even a LinkedIn, because I I'm dating myself, but I was there for the launch of LinkedIn. So I'm talking about Facebook back in the day. So I would like maybe have more Facebook friends. And I have like a lot of Facebook friends from these networking events that we have never talked to each other like at all afterwards um we don't connect or anything so I don't know like after a while I just got tired of these networking events it was just it just felt like a chore so that's why I really go with the philosophy of trying to make a friend instead of making a business contact And there are a couple of reasons for this that I will go and outline in the episode, but that is basically how I'm approaching networking nowadays. And the first thing that you need to do when you're going to a networking event and going to approach someone basically in the way that you would a friendship is to find common ground. So really find something that is in common. That can be your career values or something personal that you both like, like movies or food or both hate, because that's that is cool too. Hate is a strong bond. Or like if you have kids, um, if that's your thing, I try to find something I actually have in common with the person other than the position or industry or career. I have found that that is not enough. That is not enough to sustain a networking contact or professional friendship or relationship. Um, because you, it, again, it seems very contrived, you know, like whatever industry you are in, if you're in marketing, like there's a, there's actually like a million people in marketing. So, um, do you have to be ne- using your time and energy to network with absolutely everyone in networking? Probably not. Um, that's probably not a good use of your time. So the first thing that you should do when you're looking at networking is really finding common ground outside of your career. And again, I think that maybe is a little bit 
um, unorthodox advice because people probably be like, oh, just, you know, find someone within the same career path and then be able to make them a contact and things like that. And I just don't think that um, approach works especially not anymore, especially the way that people interact these days, you need to find something more. And also just be conscientious that we live in the digital age of social media, of the internet, of being able to connect with literally any person in the entire world. So you don't really have to force a relationship if it doesn't, if you don't have anything else to talk about other than your career industry. Like you might both work in nonprofit. You might might both work in marketing. Yes, but so do millions of other people. So that is something that um, I really try to find in other people is finding common ground. And for me, I have actually found that the one trait that I really like about seeking out about people are people who care about the environment because that's something I'm very passionate about, but also people who understand and enjoy dry humor and don't take life too seriously. So that is kind of how I network with people. I know it sounds weird is that I like to find in co- something in common with them. And for me, that's sarcasm. I'm a very sarcastic, dry humor person. And I I like network and connect so well with people who can actually appreciate it. Like it doesn't matter what industry you are in. If you like dry humor, if you like sarcasm, I'm your girl. I just like people who don't take themselves so seriously, right? I'm not, I've never been the type of person that like is super, you know, rigid, super strict. And that's not who I am. And that's not who I pretend to be anymore. So that's one of the things that I've really learned about networking as well. It's the whole thing around finding common ground is that you are, it it almost allows you to be yourself. You know what I mean? To like, not always have to put on this facade, right? I do believe in like a professional personal brand. And you know, Um, The fact that I don't share everything about my personal life in my professional life, there is a line. But at the same time, I do bring in the qualities that I like. And that is just how I approach my work as well. Like I like that my managers can make jokes. Um, I used to have a director that swore so much. And my senior director actually said, you know, if you, you ever have a problem with all the swearing that happens in this office, please let me know. And if you're ever uncomfortable, and I was like, no, this is, this is great. I love it. Even though I don't swear, I love it when people are themselves. I love it when people make jokes. I love it when people, you know, don't take their career that seriously. So that is the first thing that you really need to consider. And um, when you're approaching networking, the second is the follow up. Okay. So, you know how I was talking about, you know, you're going to all these events, you talk to so many great people, and then nothing. Or you might have added each other on not really Facebook anymore, right? So, you might have added each other on LinkedIn or some other kind of platform or traded emails or something like that. Um, And, um, that's it, right? That's where I started to get this roadblock. That's where I started to um, um, hit a wall. And then I discovered that the secret to networking is the follow-up. It's not just the conversations and meeting in person. Again, with COVID, I don't even know how that's going to work anymore. But it's not just meeting in person. Of course, meeting people in in person is great and it's easy, right? But um, when you actually have to follow up with someone that is how you stay 
in contact, right? And it doesn't have to be something very strict. So, um, or actually even something like, how do I say this? Cookie cutter. That's the word I'm looking for. And just by saying, hi, so-and-so, I met you at X event. It was great to meet you. I hope you do well, right? Like, like sending generic emails doesn't work anymore. I just don't think that, first of all, not only does it not work, but like, but who like has time for that anymore, right? There is no point in putting in a um, effort into a meaningless relationship, right? And I'm all about the meaningful life and I'm all about efficiency in what, when I'm doing anything. So including, you know, working on my relationships and friendships. So I've learned that the secret is the follow-up. So it's great to meet someone, get their business card at them in LinkedIn, but that doesn't maintain a connection. I learned this like little, um, uh, little tool from one of my networking sessions is to, when you meet someone to write, you know, on the back of their business card or the notes app on your phone or whatever it is, something personal about them and then follow up with that them in regards to that personal topic, not just their career life. And this goes back to making a friend, finding common ground. For example, after one of the networking sessions I've, I attended, I sent an email to a contact saying that, you know, I hope he's doing well and after his move to the new city and included like a small inside joke about the event we attended. And he actually replied saying that he had a dozen nice to meet you emails in his inbox since the event. But I was the first person to say something that was obviously not a cut and paste response. Being genuine will allow people to remember you. I have learned that really well. I've learned to be myself. I've learned as, as cheesy, as corny as that kind of advice is, is that, but that's how people remember you. I've stopped. I used to do be that person that like just put out generic responses and stuff like that. And it never, ever got me anywhere. I mean, they would reply back and it would be like almost like water cooler talk but through email, which is very, very dry, by the way, don't recommend. So really following up is the key to networking. And you know what, just make it about something about the event or something personal to, for them. So what stuck out about them to you, right? And I have actually like, did that for a networking event that I actually attended when I was like 16 years old. And I maintained relationships and friendships with those people for like the next 10 years. Right. Um, it was actually an event in Toronto. So I still go see those, um, those people, um, every now and then when I visit Toronto, not so much anymore with COVID, I don't even know when I'm going back to the East coast. Um, not, I'm not that like Toronto is the coast, but I'm not, I never, I, I still have lots of contacts in Toronto and Ottawa, but I don't know if and when I will be able to go back to see them. But yes, those kinds of connections are really genuine, right? I also had a contact from that event when I was 16 years old and I realized that this is what works instead of like going into university thinking I needed to be some fake business professional, right? Um, one of the um, people that, that I made a connection, I maintained a really close friendship with him for like, but for 10 years, he actually came to Vancouver a couple of years ago. I'd come, I'd gone to Toronto a few years just because um, my family um, uh, is from there. But he had come to Vancouver with his girlfriend and I like got to show them around. And it was just like so great. And I was like, you know what? Like if um, 
we had met like literally 10 years prior and we're still friends to this day. So that's the kind of connection that works, right? And the last tip that I have, the third one is to either let it flow, let it flow naturally or let it go. Okay. If for networking, if it's awkward, just move on. Okay. Do not try to force a networking connection just like you wouldn't force a friendship because it won't pan out. Even if the person is great, but you guys don't click politely move on, right? I've seen so many people try to continue awkward conversations because neither person is willing to admit that they aren't the right fit for each other. Like it's dating, almost like job search and interviewing is a little bit like dating. Networking is a little bit like dating. This is all practice, human interaction, social interactions. And sometimes like, and I'm guilty about this as well, is that I keep trying to make a connection work because I think that, you know, we have so much in common, we should be like really good friends. And again, the other person is like really nice, right? But it doesn't work. And you know, I, and that's why I really encourage you to network with different types of people, because you never know the type of people that, um, you will be able to build that genuine connection with. I have friends from Ottawa that I still talk to the, the, the to this day. And I haven't worked in or lived in Ottawa since like 2014. And that's like six years ago. And I still have professional contacts also in my network in Ottawa as well. And it's all again about the follow-up. And if it doesn't work, then you can just let it go. So I'm actually going to share right now a story of how I approached networking and how I ended up meeting Justin Trudeau, actually. Um, so this was while I was in Ottawa, and this was actually my very first networking event in Ottawa. And I remember I had just arrived. I didn't really know anyone. I had one cousin in Ottawa that I was staying with for a little bit. I stayed with him for about two or three months, and then I found a place on my own. Um, and I received a you know, um, invite to a networking event through my work email. And I, again, like you have to realize that I was in a province. I really didn't know anyone. I didn't have any friends. I had no connections. And so I decided to go to this networking event and it was like a health Canada networking event. And I was just, uh, went through it and I felt so disingenuous. Everyone also seemed like they already had their own clicks. Like they came here with another person and I was just sitting there like, mm, okay, guys, I'm just here by myself. And to be honest, it felt really nerve wracking because, but I've learned to be really more comfortable with that feeling of being going to events by myself and not really having anyone to talk to. And I do really try to avoid being on my phone. Um, although like phones were not super advanced as advanced in 2013. I try to just be, let myself be uncomfortable with the awkwardness and learn as much as possible. So instead of, you know, falling back on going on my phone, I would actually take notes on everything. That's just the type of person that I am. So I remember going to this event and really trying to, again, approach this with, Kim, you're just making a friend. It's okay. All you have to do is make one friend. You don't have to be the head of the networking event. You don't have to have 
like tens of a lot tons of people surrounding you because I saw a lot of people did and you know a lot of people were really popular at these networking events and I was not one of them and so I talked to um one girl in particular and it turns out she was from the west coast as well and we just had a lot in common she was so great and um like we also came from you know the lower mainland of Vancouver and uh also very we really both are very passionate we cared out so much about the environment so it was very different for us to be um uh in Ottawa together and she had mentioned like you know that she was she was a power network by the way and she had mentioned that you know she was looking at different events and stuff like that and um if i would be ever be interested in attending another event or reaching out um i could add her on linkedin facebook and i was like okay that's great so we added each other on facebook first i think and then linkedin afterwards i think right so she added me on facebook and um she again was just the perfect example of how to keep in touch and i like really learned from her and her networking abilities and she actually invited me to an event um that was because she was doing in ottawa to do her master's degree um not to do she was doing her master's degree she was in ottawa working um as a part of her master's sorry that one's not, not completely correct um and she had said that she um, had an, a contact at the um, Federation of Canadian Municipalities, which is the um, basically just the not an association. It's like the organization that looks after like all of the municipalities um, within Canada. So it's like it involves all the mayors, a bunch of city councillors, and things like that as well, right? And they were having a workshop series and um, networking and um, like not networking event, but like a kind of like a, a um a kickoff event. That's the better word for it for the Cana for Canadian mayors, and they had also invited a lot of members of Parliament as well. And she had pulled some strings, and she was able to get the master students that she was with able to this event. But she also asked me if I would be interested in, and of course I said yes, and. I ended up going to that event and that's, I met a bunch of mayors and, and things, but I also ended up meeting Justin Trudeau that night as well. So I didn't expect that to come out of a networking event. And to be honest, I wouldn't give myself complete credit for everything that happened. All I went in with that networking event was to make one friend. I didn't know that a friend would end up having all of these contacts afterwards, but that's the power of networking. You know, you don't know um, how the connection will turn out. And that was a great, great connect, like great, great experience. And I'm so grateful for her to be like my first friend in Ottawa. Like I didn't have anybody else at the beginning. And since then, like I also had a whole bunch of friends from Ottawa as well, going into different networking events as well. Felt super uncomfortable, especially when you are new into a city and you don't know anyone. But that is the approach I take. And I, I that's the approach I continue to take into my adult life now. I know it seems almost basic, but I think that I try to go back to the basics because I'm tired. I'm tired of having like um, superficial friendships or relationships or professional contacts even, right? And uh, the 
networking sessions that I've been to. And networking doesn't have to just primarily be in something like an, a physical networking event, although that's great. It could be at professional events. It can be at like a fair or a fest, like um, what are those called? Like showcases or anything like that. Or in like my case that I've done before as well, it, it could be through school, right? You can network through different types of people and learn about different types of people. I do really think that it is more difficult as an adult than even as a student. I think it was pretty easy when I was actually 16. Um, and when I was in university and when I was in Ottawa, I felt like it was easier to a certain extent because as you grow as an adult, people tend just to have less time. So I, this doesn't apply to me, but you know, people have kids and they just don't have as much time to dedicate to networking. That's why I really, really value like building those authentic relationships. So to recap, you know, how you actually build, um, go through networking without feeling icky is to first approach it as you would making a friend. So start off by finding common ground, then follow up because that is the secret with something personal and even if it's if it's during the initial meetup or if it is during the follow-up if it doesn't flow naturally if it's not authentic just let it go and move on you don't have to make it mean anything about yourself or the other person as well doesn't mean that they're not a great person. They are. I'm sure they are. There are a lot of people that are good people that you just don't have that spark with, that click with, right? So anyways, I really hope that you have found this help, um, episode helpful. Um, I hope that it's provided some insights into networking that you might not have known about before. Or you just might not have thought about before because a lot of, I feel like the networking advice out there is just being like, you know, find this person, talk about this and do this. And I, I just, I just believe in creating more authentic relationships. So that is it for this episode. I do hope that you've enjoyed listening to it and you found it helpful. If you have, please take a, like, I'd love to see where you're listening to this uh, podcast episode from. So please take a photo of wherever you are, wherever your scenery looks like right now and tag me. I'm at millennial life admin on Instagram. So I know that you're listening and always, as always, I really appreciate you listening to me. If you have any questions or feedback, I'm always open to it. Uh, you can find me at Millennial Life Admin on Instagram or my email is in the show notes. But until next time, happy saving and spending. If you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Millennial Life Admin podcast, I highly encourage you to leave a review or rating on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. This helps more people discover the podcast and become a part of this community. Remember, we're all figuring out this work-life money thing together.